Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 102, Never Ever Give Up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. To get a summary of everything that's going on in the world of The Positivity Effect, just text the word POSITIVITY to the number 44222, and I'm going to shoot you a text message. And when you get that text, just respond back with your email, and then you're going to get an email from me asking for you to confirm Uh, that you're cool with me sending stuff to your inbox and then we're off to the races and you guys can keep in touch with me I'll keep in touch with you and it's a little behind the scenes as well of what's going on with the podcast and, and all the guests that come on so thank you so much guys for connecting and those of you that have reached out to me today we have on Diego Miranda I had the opportunity of meeting Diego and I'm not going to give too much about of that away we're going to talk about it on the podcast and really just a a a incredible, wonderful human being, has such heart, and is just here to help people. And Diego is a bilingual English-Portuguese certified peak performance, life, health, and business coach. He obtained his certification by the Robbins Madden's Training Center, Robbins Research International, International Coaching Federation, and Coach Training Alliance. Diego is also a former professional tennis player, and he's here today to share some powerful insights into how his mind works, how he helps his clients achieve breakthroughs, and why we truly, truly and honestly must never, ever give up striving for what we want in life. So help me welcome him now to The Positivity Effect. Diego, what's up, man? Welcome. What's up, Tom? What's going on? Great to to be here, man. Thank you so much. Welcome to The Positivity Effect, bro. Thank you, my brother. And it's uh, it was this is a really, really special episode for me because of how you and I had had an opportunity to connect yeah. at a conference, um, a Tony Robbins conference in in particular. Yep. And if for those that may, you know, Tony Robbins has been in, in a, depending on when this 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 interview goes live, he's been in the news a little bit lately with he had a yep. documentary that came out. And we're, you know, talking about his, his director, Joe Berlinger, mm-hmm. he stated how he, when he first was, when he first went in 2012, the, the director who did the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the documentary, he was very yeah. skeptical and he told his wife, like, I can't be here. This is not for me. And yeah. then I, th- I think it was like on day two, um, there's an experience again, if nobody's ever heard of Tony Robbins or they heard of the event, these live events he does. There's yeah. part of it, there's an experience where you have to co- kind of go in and he has you reflect on some old memories and your things that are holding you back and he helps you remove them. And and Joe was just like, he was completely ana- changed. Like he had this like opening, heart opening. He was cr- crying and he's like, I don't, I'm not a crier. And he just completely had a, <laughs> yeah, he had a cha- yeah. life-changing experience. And, and, and that's what moved him to, to contact Tony uh, to do the, you know, the, to do that documentary and it was just really powerful and, and he mentioned a couple of times saying how he's it's a, he was amazed how 
2,500 people in a room that there's so many different people, so many different walks of life, so many emotional problems, physical problems, whatever, and all of that just melts away. And everybody's connecting in, in this collaborative energy and positivity, and he's just never seen it anywhere else. It's just incredible, right? It is, man. I'm, you know, I'm biased to say I think Tony's pretty much the next best thing, you know, <laughs> after sliced bread because it's so raw and it's so direct and and can influence anyone, you know, and, and it, there's no bullshit with him. That's that's why I like it. Right. And, we're, you know, I gave a little backstory, Diego, about who you are and what you're doing today and how you're helping people. And, and you've been influenced so deeply by Tony and also just his coaching and, and how you... And we're going to get a, get into this more deeply on Thursday about how you coach people. Yeah. So before before you in your life found coaching or you found people that helped you lift yourself up and get you to a better place in life, you know, what was going on? Who was Diego before all that? What was going on in your life? Oh, man. Before that, um, you know, I, I grew up in Brazil and... Uh, Interesting enough, I'm here now after about a year or so without visiting my family. Which is very and, cool, uh, right? You're in Brazil right now. I'm yeah, in New York. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah. But um, so I grew up here until I was about 16 years old. And and um, and I didn't really know much about coaching or what the heck was coaching. And, but what I knew was that at the time, I had always been very passionate about what I wanted in my life and more specifically at before I moved to the United States it was tennis it was what I lived and breathed every single day and I for someone who wanted to achieve the things that I wanted to achieve in tennis I kind of started late I kind of started when I was 11 years old and and most of the guys that were winning nationals and stuff like that had started you know four, five, three years old, something like that. So I was really far, but yet I I knew what I wanted. And and I kind of seemed crazy a lot of the times when I was here because I, I was just so into it all the time. And, and people were telling me that it was so hard to be a professional and it was so hard to do this and it was so hard to do that. And and for some crazy reason that I believe in me that is it's, it's really just passion, I, I never listened to anyone. I, I worked myself so hard and always believed in myself. And, and when I was 16, I was invited to, to move to this academy in the um, United States. And when I returned just to play a few tournaments, all the guys that used to beat me, I was beating them. I was winning, and the next year I started playing my first few professional tournaments, and um, you know, and then that's when I started getting more coaching. But I think Tom, to be just really real with you here and and tell you just the most important thing that kind of got me where I am, it's pretty much the desire and the hunger that I always had, I was not really willing to settle for less than what I wanted. I had always been kind of very hard-headed. I still am, <laughs> you know, but... Where where, uh, where did that drive come from? Was it always innately inside of you? You know, 
here's here's the thing that I that I, just to be very simple that, that it's not really complicated it's not really a equation that you gotta solve to have the drive or whatever but um it's just really doing what you love man you know like at the time people would tell me that um it was hard it, and I wouldn't be able to do it and and I should you know get an office job or whatever but I love to do what I was doing I just loved so much that the desire at least in my case came naturally you and know when you, and, when you said like to the, the the people that were telling you hey Diego like that's that's not that's not going to work, man. Or that's not yeah. a path. That's not a path you should take. Or that's not sustainable. Just get a real get a job. Or th- that that phrase, get a real job. Where yeah. when you say those people were those somewhat individuals that were very close. Is that family members? Was oh, that yeah. friends? Oh yeah, family. You know, my, <laughs> the closest people you can imagine. My parents. You know, my, my whole pretty much my whole family. You know, and and all my friends and all that. Um, and, you know, and, and, it, and it, it is hard, of course, you know, to, to not really have support that you want and all that. But, um, but and, and it, it could, couldn't be for sure, Tom, really easy for me to, to, to kind of just follow my, what my parents were telling me or my friends or even my, my coaches at that time. But man i i love it so much and and because i was also a bit of hard-headed <laughs> um, right right and 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 that passion of me that i you know it's my life there, there is something that, that for me i i don't know if most people have that but uh what i've seen is that people don't really realize that the most important thing in you is your life. The, you know, there's something deeply beautiful about desi- yeah. designing, yeah, designing your life. Yeah, like you have the power to design your own life. Like you don't have to listen to all the, what, what the world is telling you. You don't have to focus on what everyone is focusing on. You can literally design whatever you want. And then first reaction is what? Oh, it's so hard right? <laughs> it's so yep. hard to do yep. what I wanted to do. But, but then it's like, how bad do you want it? You know, like, is, is that what you really love? How, how much do you love your own life? Like, are you really willing to settle for less and live a mediocre life for the rest of your life? And what? I wasn't, I had never been like, <laughs> for, I, I just, never really listened to anyone but my heart. When you were really in the, the trenches of that kind of inception point where you were really yeah. digging deep to, to pursue yeah. these goals, what were some, what were things that maybe you had to give up or to sacrifice? Um, oh, like you said, like family, that's so tough. Yeah. Like you, you can't, you weren't able to feed into everybody, pe- loved ones. You couldn't feed into what they were saying. And I'm sure that's just yeah. one, one of many things. Yeah. So at, at that point, you know, I, I, you are what, 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 I was what, um, you know, in your teens and your high school and all that. And, and you got, you know, social life and people going to parties and, and you kind of want to go with them and all that. And, 
and and frankly at one point or the other I was tempted to go and I was tempted to to not focus as much as I was but then I remember why I was doing that I remember that I had a vision of a greater life than I had at that time not that my my life was the worst in the world or whatever you know I, I it's not it's, it's not my point but right right I had a vision of something much greater than what I was living with I had a vision of going out to all these places that I always dreamed of. I had the dream of having a house in Hawaii that I have today. You know, I had a dream of living on the beach in Hawaii like I I do now and and I I didn't really know how I was going to get all that, but I knew it that if I followed my heart, everything would kind of fall into place. So that's what I did. I just just follow my heart and um, block everything that I could block and uh, remember why I was doing what I was doing, man. I think so many of us, we, life just happens to us and yeah. we allow it to happen to us. And even from, from birth, when you're first born, yeah. you, you're, the way that you're framing life is you're just taking inputs and you're processing yeah. these inputs. And, and from birth until you're adult, once you once you get to that adult point, which is a, I'm really enjoying hearing your story because that's why I keep I keep trying to kind of push and push to see to see more of what your what your story and you what yeah. what's kind of very interesting is that you've had so much of this within you uh, from an early age. Well, many people it takes a long time for them to to realize, realize. yes yeah. yes and I so many people um, including myself at times um, but I'm saying just you'd say. I don't know if I hate to use that. I don't, I hate that word average, but you say that person that is maybe they, they feel that they have to, they grow up, mm-hmm. they, they get the job, they, that, you know, the, insert whatever um, plan that you want to lay out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when you, you mention these big goals, it's, it's immediately the, the mind shuts down. They say, no, 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 that's not, that's, don't be real. You know, be, be you hear those terms, be realistic. Yeah. And, and yeah. And I just, I always, it's always interesting to hear, you know, why, why are people thinking that way? Why are people framing themselves in that mind? What, when, at what point in their life did they say, you know what, that's, I, I can't, this is my, my ceiling, you know, I have, I, I mm-hmm. they kind of have a proverbial ceiling. I can't go any higher than this yeah. or, or not even a can, but I don't have a desire to go any higher yeah. than, than what I'm, I'm currently doing. Yeah. And because they settle for less than what they really deserve, right? Because they settle for maybe the quote-unquote easy thing. But quite frankly, I don't know if it's it would be easy for me to settle for something that I don't really want, you know? So, like, I was just studying the other day, um, pretty much, not the other day, but the last few years, the power of our subconscious mind, right? Very and, powerful. yeah. And the way it is that I have come to an understanding is we have to train our mind to do and achieve what we want to achieve on a consistently basis. Because there are so many distractions out there that if we allow 
our subconscious mind to go, it's gone, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think so, we, we think that we're our minds sometimes, and it's like we, yeah. have, we have to get to that place where we can step, almost like step out. It's like an out-of-body experience. You have to get out of your head, out of yes. your mind, yes. and, and almost like hit the reset button. Like you can... I think we people believe that there's like that's it like whatever you have is you have and your mind is what it is but yeah. you really can reprogram it. Yeah. Absolutely. And for for some reason now in the world it's really easy to focus on what's what goes wrong, yeah. It's really easy to focus on what's hard and and, and come up with excuses why it would not happen. But at the same time, it's just as easy to focus on the positive, right? It's just as easy to focus on, you know, how and and why do you want that? And, and it's really easy to focus on your vision too. But there's only one thing that I've seen that stops them. And it's again in the subconscious mind, which is the fear, right? Right, right. The fe- Yeah, and I... I- I've heard, I, I don't know if this is not an original di- idea in my head, but I've heard this before is that m- most of our fears are all, they're just not, they're not, they're not real. They're, they're, crea- yeah. they're created by all the yeah. circumstances of how we've maybe from just how our parents raised us to yep. um, life experience. And it's all just generated. And we can literally, if we're willing to, when we raise our awareness about it, get in there yep. with, not even um, cleaning it up, but like with an axe and just chop it out completely and p- or pick, yeah. it, pick it from the roots. Yeah. And the first step is exactly where you say, you know, being aware. As soon as you are aware of all these thoughts coming to you and all these beliefs that are not really beneficial to you, then you, have, you got the power to change it. So, you know, I don't think that anyone wouldn't be here listen to us if they didn't have that awareness yet right it's it's yeah what like what drove you if, if you know now i'm yeah. speaking to the listener like what drove yeah. you to to yeah. go go into itunes and search yeah. positivity uh you know podcast of positivity or whatever the case and what found and what yeah. brought you here today and that's all that's you you believe in it you believe that you want that 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 betterment you you know that there's something better out there for you and it starts with that step. Yeah, it starts with that awareness. Yes. Awareness of what you're doing and then awareness of where you want to go, right? If you, if you are aware and you have a clear mind of your vision, that's when you get there. If you don't know your destiny, Tom, how are you going to get there, right? And is so, that just like writing, you know, Writing that down, like, yeah, drawing it out, and, mapping it out. You know, for example, there are different laws and and rules and studies and all that kind of stuff that it's it's brought up to today. I mean, we're in 2016 that people understand the power of our mind, right? So, as much clear as you can have of where are you going, the easier it will be for you to get there. So a lot of people come to me as like, oh man, I feel so stuck and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm, you know, first thing we ask them is like, what do you want? And they go like, oh, I don't know. Well, then don't be surprised of being where you are for the next 10 years if you don't know where you want to go, right? Right, right. So, 
it's your very brain. You, it's like you get you're you're on autopilot and yeah. And then when so, somebody like yourself, like we were talking about earlier, how your family comes up and is saying, well, you know, why are you doing this? And and you can't achieve that because their mind can't even wrap around, put a, yeah. you know, put a, they're trying to kind of compartmentalize in their minds what, what you're doing. And it's, they'll never be able to because they don't have your path. They're, they don't have your design of life, your goals, yeah. your, your dreams, your aspirations. Yeah, they don't have my heart. <laughs> they don't have your heart as, as, yeah. as simply and beautifully as that, yeah. So, you know, it's it's very, you know, and, and and quite frankly, man, they do have the best intentions for you and for me. When right. when a loved one comes to you and and is starting to, you know, pretty much give you a device on what or what not to do, they do have the best intentions. They're not trying to Oh, of course. They're not trying to you hurt know, you. Yeah, they're hurt they're, you or they're, anything. It's their yeah. They feel they're. It's almost a fe- their fear. They're they're trying to protect you. Yeah, in their minds. They, in their minds. Exactly, but they don't realize what's inside of you. You know, and um, at one point in their lives, I I believe in everyone's lives. We do have something inside of us that is bigger than anything else out there that it's we can even describe so for for some people is you know like maybe for you go to a medical to medical school for some people would be sports for other people being an artist or whatever it is i believe at one point in their life there is something inside of them that is bigger than anything else in the world and then when they start following that things can start going sideways and most people can really give up yeah did you ever see that because that of image fear that uh it goes around it's going on, on the internet where it's like what people think success looks like and it's like they show a straight line and then yep. it's like it says what success really looks like and it's just like all over the place up and yeah. down left and right cross out backwards a little bit that's yeah. what's the case yeah you're gonna you're not gonna be moving in a straight beautiful line no. it's gonna be absolutely ups and downs. not yeah whether whether it's a financial goal, whether you're trying to improve your body, whether you're yep. trying to improve your relationship, um, there's a movie that comes to my mind. I think uh, I think it's called Any Given Sunday with Al Pacino, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. talks he has that famous love that movie, beautiful movie, and that, that famous speech about inches, and that's what it is. Is yeah. is, is you have you design you have, first you design it just like what you said. You design what you want, what your goals are, your end game. But yeah. Then you you work with the inches. You don't. You don't. You work with the end goal in mind, but you you every single day. It's that what, what can you what can you do in those twenty four hours? How can you move ahead yeah. inch by inch? You know, if you're talking about your body, how can you drink that extra glass of water? Um, remove that one food that you're eating that's not good for you. All those little inches that add up over time, and then you get yeah. to your end goal. It's very it's powerful. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really is. If I if we come down and be very simple and straightforward here to a listener that can take just one thing out of this that I can help them with is perseverance. And you're probably going to notice a little bit of my accent there because it's a harder hard word for me to pronounce in English. It's a but tough. It, it's a tough word. No, but you said it. Yeah, you said it great. Yeah, but. Uh, one time I was talking to another good friend of mine and, uh, you know, curious enough, he's also from, from New York City. And he was asking me, 
you know, Diego, what's what's really like if you can boil down to one thing that helped you to become a professional tennis player? And 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 I and that that was one question that kind of really stuck to me for a few seconds, and for, out of the sudden, this word came out. <laughs> Just remembering my journey. Yeah. You know, and and uh, I I could have given up many times, and even even now, Tom, I don't really even have to go back to when I was playing tennis, but um, now when I came here to Brazil, I haven't been here for about a year, you know, haven't seen my father for about a year or so, and just a few months ago, I was really close to pretty much get um, work for a company that I wanted to work so much for the for the last three years and a half, and I had dedicated so much, put in, invested so much money, so much time which, you know, that can never come back. <laughs> and, right, right. and just all, all, all of me, all my power, all my heart, everything went into it. And, and I made it real far. I made it to, you know, like I think we had, I don't know, thousands of applicants and we select, they, got, they selected about 80 and then another 15, then another 20, and then out of the 20, they selected like 15. And I got to the 20, last one, and then when they got to the 15s, that was really going to stay with them uh, that year, I was not selected. And obviously I was devastated, you know, I, I wanted so much and everything. And, and, um, and then I, I, it, it could have been really easy for me to say, hey, you know, just give up, man, just try someone something else that's not for you and everything. And, 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 you know, even my wife said, oh, they're stupid to not pick you or whatever, you know. <laughs> right, right. And, and, uh, and, and my father kind of knew that I was on this journey. And he came up to me and was like, okay, so you didn't get there. So what are you going to do now? And he's like, and I look at him like, are you serious? Like, you think I'm just not going to go again? You think I'm, I'm just going to give up now? Like. Right, right. Listen, you know, I got to the last inch, maybe for an inch or two, I could go. Now it's not the time to give up, man. <laughs> it's like and, that. Uh, did you ever hear that story about the? I, I don't know if it's. Um, I was. They were mining in California, and and there was one one company that they were like inches away from the the gold vein, the vein, and they gave yeah. up. And then somebody heard that they didn't find. It. He came in, drilled yeah. like an inch to the right found the gold vein and he made a fortune exactly and he made a fortune exactly so you know my father was like so i told him I'll, i would go back next year right because i was already invited you know and and had to skip all the the thousands and thousands of applicants and all that to um to work with them and and then he was like so you're really going to spend all this money next year are you serious and and not have something that is really going to to pan out are, are you sure then i look at him and just like listen man you know me from the day i was born do you really think that i'm going to give up now and he's like <laughs> he kind of shook his hand it's like i mean shook his head like probably not and then i and i told him the way that i think is the only time that i will ever give up is, is if i'm dead or literally physically incapable of doing something. Oh man, I I can delete the whole interview and just post that last thirty seconds that you just said. And that's so powerful, man. 
And Tom, and I'll go even further, man. I came back yesterday. I was playing with my old tennis coach, and I went to the to the courts that, that he was teaching. And he's now the coach of um, the Brazilian national team, but the for the uh, what do you call uh, Paralympics, the for the wheelchair tennis people. Yes, yes. And and I, you know, I come up to him like I, you know. Just hanging out, maybe hit some balls with him, and and both of his players are there, amazing players, by the way. And he goes, okay, why don't you hit balls with them? I'm going like, you know, a a little bit skeptical because the guys are in wheelchair, and you know, I'm not trying to sound like a, you know, a bad person or anything, but I don't know if it's really gonna work out. I mean. It's 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 physically different. <laughs> it's physically <laughs> totally different to to run or not run on the court. It's it will be much slower. You know, I, you know, all these thoughts are coming to my head, right? But after three balls that the guys hit, Tom, I was totally in shock. I could not believe the speed that they were rolling those chairs and the power that they were hitting the balls. I was completely shocked. Like the the first five balls I I was hitting, I I totally kind of missed because I I couldn't believe the way they were hitting. And these are people who don't have legs and they are playing better than most people when I was teaching tennis and in Hawaii. (laughs) Gratitude, man. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely phenomenal. And they're, they're, they have so much heart and, and they're, and they're playing because they they love it and and it's just such a lesson for all of us you know it is and i mean they they sure had all these excuses they could have to not play tennis right and not go to the olympics and and they're already you know qualified to play in the olympic games here in brazil next month oh wow. it's a wheelchair tennis but i mean god <laughs> You know, Crazy. the level that they're playing, it's absolutely phenomenal. So Crazy. absolutely well, gratitude. Diego, this has been awesome, brother. And uh, guys, please check out what Diego's doing. You can check out his website at coachdiegomiranda.com. Check out also, there's a link in the show notes. And he's going to be coming back for a little quick chat with us. And we're going to be talking a little bit more, doing more of a, di- a deep dive into what does coaching mean and how could it affect your life and how it can pr- improve your life. So Diego, thank you so much, man, for coming on. Thank you, Tom. It was my pleasure to be here, man. It's it's been a a great journey to be here with you. You know, knowing you from that that awesome few days we had with Tony oh and gosh. everything. What a journey, man. It's it's, it's wired. so cool to connect with you. <laughs> wired in my nervous system, man. I'll never forget it. I know, brother. Take care. Talk to you soon. You too. Thank you, Tom. <laughs>